0: There's a new wind blowing in government, and I don't like it.
1: Our God has been so wild lately. He doesn't seem to listen, he doesn't obey my commands, and we can't even bribe him with trees.
0: He's gotten so out of hand, he may even have to be put down. God is not the problem here. The problem is the people who want to be the leader of the pack. We reintroduce God. We retrain people. You're listening to... The God Whisperers. Now I'm the king of the swingers, oh, the jungle VIP. I've reached the top and had to stop, and that's what's bothering me. I want to be a man, man cub, and stroll right into town, and be just like the other men. I'm tired of mugging around, oh, ooby-doo, I want to be like you, you're listening to The God Whispers. I'm Craig DeNofe.
1: I'm Bill Swirla.
0: And this is Louis Prima.
1: Louis. <laughs> Makes me want to go out for Italian food. Yeah. <laughs> seen any good nice. food movies lately, Bill? No, I haven't. I haven't seen any. I've, I've been cooking a lot of food. but What you been making? Oh, a lot of bread. You and your bread. Love my bread. I thought you were kind of low carbing it. What, what? No, no, just just good quality carbs. That's all. I, I don't. I don't believe in that low carb stuff. Uh,
0: how do you make bread with quality carbs?
1: Whole grains, lots okay. of seeds, lots of stuff. So no bleached enriched? no, 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 never bleached, enriched. You only have to enrich it if you're stripping out all the nutrients. Yeah, buddy.
0: how do they enrich flour anyway? You're a chemist; you should know these they,
1: things. They they put uh, they put vitamins back do they in. grind up you some know, multivitamins. And throw if them in you there? if you leave out the the nutritious part of the grain, you know the bran and the endosperm and all that, and you just and and uh, or the germ, and, uh-huh. and that all you have is starch right starch and and the two components of gluten so starch and some protein but that's it so when you when you uh when you do all that uh, when you make white flour you have to put some nutritive value back into it cuz basically worthless
0: well it- do you really need to put it back in to make a decent loaf of bread, or, kind or is of, that just kind of a public service?
1: It's a way. It's a waste of grain, is what it is. Well, most yeah, of, most I most mean, most of my if you're breads just eating
0: bread for the sake of bread and not mo- looking for any nutrition. It, I don't. Know.
1: There's the mistake right there. I mean, bread bread is a you know bread's a, a significant source of of nutrition if you leave the grain intact. Most of my breads are are twenty five to fifty percent whole grain, if not more. So.
0: Yeah. You know. Well, I, I get my bread from the bakery and, uh, and the supermarket and that sort of thing. But you know, it's a lot like slaughtering animals. <laughs> you know, you, you, you just go buy the meat. You don't want to, you don't want to have to deal with the realities of where it comes from. And I know the, the, uh, the way that wheat is gathered is very cruel
1: to the wheat. <laughs> yeah, it's cruel it's, to the wheat. It's no. very cruel. Now, weed. I don't grind my own. I don't mill my own grain. I mean, there are people who do that, which is kind of that's that's really getting into it. That's that's a little too far. It's It's too far down the rabbit hole for me. I'm I'm content with finding good sources for. Can't you just throw it in the grain.
0: Vitamix and turn it on high for a few no. minutes and then you get flour? No, you really <laughs> you,
1: you really can't. In fact, I had some I had some rye berries that I I tried I I put it into my my uh, it's a coffee grinder turned now into a spice grinder uh-huh. did nothing it just spun them around yeah yeah you you need more serious milling action than that.
0: So what what breads have you been making recently? I know a, a few weeks ago I went to uh, Winkle with you. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you and uh, Paul. That was my oat you, brand. You were my both oat brand showcasing bread. your breads.
1: Yeah. That's uh, we're known for that. But uh, probably my that was my that's that's a relatively new one in the repertoires is oh it's my oat brand broom bread.
0: Yeah. What's broom bread?
1: That's uh Peter Reinhardt's name for it. A lot of bakers talk about broom bread. It, it it's basically a clean sweep when you eat that stuff. It, you you uh it'll 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 sweep you out. <laughs> It pushes everything it does, through. Yeah, it's 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 got it's got it's got oat bran and and it's got flaxseed, So it's got like insoluble fiber and soluble fiber. I mean, it's just like. Ooh, I, mean, I I love
0: uh, a bread that's described by uh, blowing your colon out. It, it's colon fine. blow bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: basically, it's 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 your colonoscopy bread. In fact, just yeah, eat half a loaf of that. You may as well not. You don't even have to bother getting a colonoscopy. You've had one. <laughs> Uh, recently, I've, I've come into a, um, it's, i I'm, I'm doing kind of variations on the theme of German farmers' bread, which uh, th- there's a lot of a lot of German bakers around there. The Germans use a lot of rye, and and I, I just I was doing a little improv. You know, once you get into bread making, you start playing around. It's like you know barbecue people mess around with rubs and sauces and things right, like that. Yeah. You start messing around with breads and ratios, but but I came up with this 25 percent whole wheat, white whole wheat, 25 uh, percent. Whole rye, uh, sourdough with a, a seed grain mix that I get from from King Arthur, and it is just stellar. I I mean, I'd pay cash money for this on the open market. This mm-hmm. is really really good bread. So it, it's you know it's it's hearty, but it's still you know it toasts well. I, I've told you, you
0: about the uh, the the bread that they have over in the Czech Republic, haven't I?
1: I would I would imagine there's a lot of rye going on there.
0: There is. It, it's uh, I think it's kind of a sourdough rye.
1: Yeah, well, actually no, most I, I rye, rye when they're properly made have to be soured because the, there's a component in rye that will destroy the gluten whatever gluten there is in huh. bread so you have to sour it.
0: Interesting. The, I, I could eat it by the loaf. The load.
1: amylases for you uh you you uh chemists out there you got to destroy the amylase. The thing
0: about the Czech bread and uh, forgive me if I've already told you this but when communism fell there were all these old churches, beautiful frescoes and, you know, paintings on the ceilings and all this sort of thing. And they tried several things to clean the the ceilings <laughs> with from all the soot from the candles and, you know, just grime over the years. And finally, someone just used a piece of bread bread <laughs> that they make. And it, it cleans up the art really Who knew? well. So you can, use, uh, you can use the Czech bread for that and, uh, you know, dip it in a little... Olive oil or something, and have it that way too. Now,
1: in in Michael Pollan's uh, the documentary series based on his book uh, "Cooked," uh, he talks about grain. It's in it's in the episode on air, but he talks about grain. and And if if I give you a pound of grain, you will starve to death. Okay, you can't you can't just sort of eat grain. It's virtually indigestible. But if you mill it and bake it, you can live. Yeah, you can. That that's your daily bread. You can live on that, huh. and uh, th- that's the marvel of bread is the transformations that occur when you, you're basically taking what amounts to, in its raw state, an inedible substance, and you're turning it into something that's a, a vital source of nutrition. Um, unfortunately, bread's gotten this bad rap from the the low carb people, and you know, and and that's that. It, it's it's not so much the bread that's the problem; it's the wonder bread, the bubble bread. You know, th- there's. There's it's just basically a bread foam that's flash baked. Huh. And and yeah, it has to be enriched because it's it's white flour stripped of all the nutrients of wheat. It's like what's the point? Curiously, white flour was invented by the French aristocracy. They they wanted their breads very white. Peasant bread was that was the whole grain stuff. Peasant bread. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so, now now people are paying top dollar for peasant bread, right, you know, but, right. but the baguette, that's gotta be white bread.
0: Like, well, and that kind of goes back to the, the God Whispers bottom feeder Friday kind of thinking here as well as, you know, the the Fish Friday kind of came along because fish was poor people's food. You and know, so th- this was the austerity
1: thing. What's, what's barbecue? What's barbecue? Barbecue is poor, poor people's food. It's, it's the poorest cuts of meat cooked slow, low and slow, really long, wood fire. You know, who was doing that? Slaves. You know, what's the big barbecue tradition in the South is the slaves. There's a great, uh, I think it was in Pollen's thing where, where they're talking to a pit master. And he said, you know, uh, his his great-grandfather, his grandfather told the story of, you know, when they were slaves. and But at harvest time, everybody was out in the field. didn't matter. You were white, black, slave owner. You, everybody was out in the field. And when they stopped for barbecue, he said it was the one time they all ate together. Ah. Uh-huh. You know, but but and where did they bring? They brought it from Africa. I mean, this is the most primal of cooking, is open fire cooking.
0: See, I believe that smoked meat does bring people together. It I'm, does. I'm a firm believer. Smoke,
1: smoke meat. Uh, in, in the pollen episode, you know they they have a they have a <laughs> vegan who suspends her veganism for a day to eat some some uh, pulled pork that they made, and the look on her face is just amazing. It's like an epiphany. You know, you, know, you can tell oh, there's one less vegetarian in the world right there. But well, bacon has been the undoing of many of his <laughs> his smoke. Smoked meat, though. I I was I was in Chicago a while ago, and you know we walked past barbecue place, and it's like I wasn't even hungry, and I was hungry. Right. You know, you smell a barbecue place, man. I'm hungry. You know, and it just ate like an hour ago, but you're hungry again.
0: That's like when we saw the movie Chef in in the theater, and there's there's that one stop that they make in Texas and and there's all this oh, yeah. smoked meat in coming out of there in Austin and everyone's like and you hear all the guys in the in the theater together go oh uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, oh i have been
1: i've been i've been reveling in aftermarket smokers for my weber i have uh-huh. I've, I've used the smokinator for a couple of years now and I'm, I'm about to give it away and i i've i've got this new unit called a slow and sear which is a really fascinating device that allows you to do not only low Smoke low um smoking, you know, two twenty five degrees smoking, but also three twenty five low low temperature uh cooking and then very hot searing. It brings the coals mm-hmm. right up under the uh um I, I made the most spectacular steaks the other day. I finally got grill marks nice that look like the it you know, you know like restaurant grill marks. Right. Yeah. You can never get those at home. Um but it gets it gets the coals right up under the grate and it's about, you know, ninety seconds, boom, turn it Flip it, it's done, baby. That that it's 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 over. It's you got like a thousand degree grill. It actually uh, cleaned my grill to the point where it looked like new. Uh, there was nothing but a white ash left on the grill when it was done. It was really hot, but but what's nice is you could you could do a slow cook with some smoke. So I smoked the um, actually I did tenderloin. I smoked it for a bit, and then I rolled it over into the sear side and seared it for at, at to close it out. And spectacular. So you got the best of both worlds. Got some. Got yeah, some. And i have seen
0: it. debates on this. Also, do, do you want to sear the meat first and then cook it, or do you want to cook it and then sear it? And it, I've seen. I have seen chefs go both ways on this.
1: Meathead Goldwyn, who is the authority, AmazingRibs.com, dot com. Meathead Goldwyn.
0: I want that name. Oh man. Yeah. Meathead.
1: I have. I have his his <laughs> large format. Uh, temperature magnet on my refrigerator it's the 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 doneness temperature for all meat nice and complete with like a a redness diagram but it's just just at a glance baby you know just go right for it but he says he says you you uh slow cook first sear second okay it's a myth that you're sealing in juices when you sear that's total myth really yeah there's no, you're not sealing in anything. But the, the question is doneness. See, the problem is if you sear first and slow cook second, you can overshoot really easily. Oh, right. yeah. If yeah, you yeah. slow cook, you kind of sneak up to that just before done temperature and then, boom, flip it on, mark it, and you're gone. You're Do done. A
0: crispiness on the outside. And you're the
1: other thing though. is you know, there's a difference between nicely, nicely you know, caramelized and burnt beyond all recognition like the steaks i used to have when my dad did when i grew up you know
0: paula paula thought when she first met me she's like i don't really like steak that much and the reason is her dad would always grill and he just hockey puck the things my
1: dad was a well done man yeah and i thought to to this day i mean for the longest time i thought that porterhouse was a tough cut of meat And boy, (laughs) the first time I had a porterhouse done medium, not even medium rare, just medium. It was like it was like the heavens were open to me. It's like, hey, oh, this is is okay. The other thing is, I make it a point. I get my steaks at at the local butcher guy. You know, the the Italian guy, Uh and and uh, but I get get them thicker. Those thin steaks are really tough to get right. Right. But if you get a good thick steak, you know, it's at least three quarters of an inch or an inch thick. Um, you get that nice that nice red center. It's just yes. perfect. So I'm getting hungry, but yeah.
0: Hey, uh, w- we we kind of came in today and said, uh, "What do you want to talk about?" I don't know. Politics. politics. Let's wanna... talk politics. So we ended up talking about meat and bread, which is a good start. Meat but, and bread. Yeah,
1: but it's, yeah. but politics. You were you were. I don't know how much you are anymore. You were a political animal. At one yeah, time I've life. I've given. Up. So I. But yeah, I understand the the. I've I understand given up. the. Desire to withdraw yeah. from the, the whole—but but what's your take? I mean, what, this has got to be the strange, strangest political season I can remember since I turned 18 and could vote. You know, I mean, saying, what's going on here?
0: I've been saying for 10 or 15 years now there's going to be a backlash to political correctness. It be, because it's just gotten so absurd. Oh, yeah. And now you have, you know, you, you, it doesn't matter which bathroom you walk into. You're perfectly entitled
1: to wherever hey, you want to go. I'm, I want to go on record as I identify with whatever bathroom is the closest and open. <laughs> at, 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 <laughs> which, at, whichever one has an available stall when I got to go. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I love the single-use bathroom. You ever notice that in single-use bathroom scenarios in the in the public setting, the men's room is a both-and room? Yeah. The women's room is women's only. What's with that? Okay, why do they get their own and we are a, well, whatever. Yeah, I and I'm talking single use, not multiple. Well, you're married. You understand what's what's hers is hers and what's yours is hers. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's That what marriage. That, that that you you just summarize the whole yeah. the whole at least the property aspect of marriage. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, I, I my favorite Greek restaurant. I always go. They have single use, but and and and. I don't care. Whichever one's available, I'm going, I don't even look at the sign. Yeah, no need. So I go in the women's room, you know, and they lock the door, and it's all proper, and and, uh, and boy, you come out, I got the dirtiest look. What Where, she you? goes, that's yep. that's the wrong bathroom, and I smile at her. You give her, give, her give her that warm smile and say, I put the seat up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well. I'm a married. And, and I'm a married I think man. That this is, I put the seat
0: the up. The best way to fight against this whole transgender bathroom nonsense is just go use the ladies' room and pee all over the seat. I don't you get
1: just. It. just and, and the women will lobby to get rid of this in uh, no time fast. I, I I'm and not sure I want to go down this road, but we've gone down it. You've introduced the topic. I don't quite get the conversation. Here's why. Okay, first of all, and I was talking to my wife about this, and 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 she she agreed with me. I said, okay. It seems to be about the concern seems about the women's room, not the men's room. Yeah, because quite frankly, men do not care. We don't look around. No. We don't engage. We're in. We're out of there. Women go together to socialize. I don't. Yeah, they go in groups. Uh, yeah, you know, like it, you're and you're it's a mystery to you're, us. You're, you're at a dinner. In you're at a dinner. Excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom. And and. Three of the women leave the table. What What are they doing? They're playing bridge. So, but here's the thing. Here's another thing. So, some some woman who identifies as a man, who I assume is going to at least look like androgynous Pat from Saturday Night Live. Right? Remember that? <laughs> right, right, what a What a great yeah, character yeah. that was. Who, yeah. who 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 did that character? Sweeney. I think. I don't even yet. remember. But it, yeah, tremendous it character. And to yeah. this day, we don't know. And and, Quite, and
0: and Pat's significant other Chris. Yeah, right. Right.
1: We we just we don't know. I think that was
0: Dana Carvey, but I'm not. We
1: sure. we just don't know. Okay. So, but but okay. So some gal who thinks she's a guy. You know. But but anyway, I assume that she's gonna sort of dress the part. So she kind of goes in a men's room. Do you think any guy cares? Any guy's gonna say, "Whoa, that's a chick." No, guys just don't operate on that Matt. those terms. Okay, you know. And
0: yeah, and how many concerts have you been to where? The line for the women's room is is 90 yards deep. And the men's oh, room God. they're just moving him along. Except, and all of a sudden a girl runs in and says, "I got to go." Except, and she heads for one of the stalls.
1: Except. Except. Um Jethro Tull. No, not Jethro Tull. Ian Anderson from Manford for Jethro Tull. Legacy Concert, The Grove Small Venue. You know, there's a bunch of, like, elderly and middle-aged guys in there. Oh, yeah. First time I've ever seen the men's room line longer than right. the women's. Prostate heaven. Oh, gosh. It looked yeah. like the waiting room at the urologist's office over hell. there. Yeah, it is. It's hell. Yeah. Um, but it looked like the waiting room at the urologist's, you know. So, <laughs> But so, so I think they're worried about the women's room, and they're worried about some guy going in drag. Creepy pervert. Going into the women's room. Okay. Now, here's my question. What level of weirdness is it's going to take some guy to dress up as a woman to go in a woman's bathroom
0: you're underestimating perversions of weirdness that okay. are out there all right, right now. all
1: right yeah. I, I, and uh, so i'll grant that uh, you know there is, there is a lot of weirdness i'll grant the concern and living where i live i know there's a lot of weirdness okay yeah so. now where where I get really – I don't understand why we just can't have, like we have at most events that have, like, the porta-potty things, just have, like, a bank of single-use bathrooms. Family. Call them family bathrooms. That's what they do in the airport. Those are single-use. Where, you know, what do you do when you got your kid and you don't want to haul your kid into, you know, your little boy into the women's room or your little girl in the men's room? However that goes. You know, you're a single parent. You're walking around with your kid of the opposite sex. So they have these family bathrooms where, you know, it's single-use. Why can't we do that and just be done with it? Just put that whole agenda off the table. I know it's going to take some retooling.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was in Amsterdam uh, in in the restroom at the airport. Yeah. And, you know, guys are... And they're doing their business and everything. Yeah. And this woman comes strolling in. She's got uh, you know the cleaning cart and everything. She's a oh she's a cleaning lady. Yeah, cleaning ladies. She just goes in the stalls and cleans the stalls, and everyone's in there taking a leak or doing whatever. And doing. they don't care. Nah, no one even proves my point about I men's around, room. You know, I saw her out of the corner of my eye. I'm like, well, that's <laughs> weird, and, and nobody seemed to even pay any attention. So okay, well, you don't see that in the states every day, but
1: okay. Now I- I'll tell you where I have bigger concern. And that is the high school locker room. Yes, you know, partly because the high school locker room today, as it is, is a creepy place. Yes, it was when I was in high school. Yes, I hated this whole thing, and I, you know, ninety percent of
0: the boys did. <laughs> I mean, and the, and the other ten percent were just extremely we, mature. We were convinced <laughs> the
1: gym teachers were perverts, oh, yeah. and the, and they probably, they probably were. were. I don't, yeah. you know, but it, there was it was a horrific place, and this just makes the horrificness tenfold right at at all levels yeah. and and so i'm i'm very sympathetic but not not because of the you know the small percentage who are gender confused or whatever this is not it's just that this is a mess in high school you know why why is there no privacy i you know i'm not a father i don't have
0: daughters but the idea of my my ninth grade daughter going into the locker room to shower after P.E. or whatever, and some boy walking in, taking off his pants and jumping in the shower there, that that just...
1: It ain't happening no. on my watch. No. It's just, I mean,
0: that just is not going to work. I don't care if he thinks that he's a girl, the plumbing says something different.
1: Yeah. and and But I don't like the simplistic arguments of, you know, yeah, it's whatever your, your biological, you know, X, Y, you're a male. X, X, you're a female. Well, you know, they're... There are x x yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> they're all they're all men they're a little kind of messed up, you know because that extra x doesn't help the situation but and and you know we're a complex creature uh we're a spiritual creature we're probably uh if if the other animals have this behavior they have it to a much lesser extent we have this ability to kind of see ourselves from the outside we have self awareness right. And I think that's part of the gender thing, you know. There's what you what what other people see you as, and what you see yourself as. And if what you see yourself as doesn't jive with what other people see, there's going to be kind of a problem. Okay, you know. Yeah. And and I don't I don't I this is not it's beyond the the pay grade of this show to figure this out. Well, but I I think maybe as a political issue, this one really sucks.
0: Part of the answer might simply be this. Why do the public schools need physical education? Well, why, why why is that part of your education? You know, learning learning to uh run slower than the other kids. I or, hated P. Is awful. The, you know
1: the best thing that ever happened to me is I went out for a pass. And if Steve Kukanza is listening, thanks for throwing the pass, dude. I went out for pass touch football, looked over my shoulder, crashed headlong into a concrete pole. Took 22 stitches to the face got exempted from gym class for the rest of senior year because we didn't sue the school for being stupid.
0: That explains so much it was about so what happened with you.
1: Awesome. Oh, was, they they heard they heard the crack <laughs> the crack from like 50 yards See, away. See, but that's
0: the thing. You're praying
1: for the broken ankle, you know, anything. The, you're anything to for take something. you anything to take you out. Right. Right. You know what they you know what they did? There'd be there'd be marches today. I mean, first of all, the the boys and and I'm not making this up. The boys had to swim in the nude in swim class. Oh, that ain't right. We did. The excuse was they they didn't want the 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 fibers from swimsuits to clog the filter. Yeah, because that happens all the time. Yeah. What we did? What I'm telling you. <laughs> what? And 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 <laughs> and to get to the pool, you had to march through the showers, and the showers were these needle showers. You know, it was kind of a walk through zigzag, and. They turned it on like super cold. It was 7.30 in the morning. It was this cold needle shower. I've got uh, George Costanza going on here in so my head. All boys are created equal <laughs> at that point. And, but they did. Now, the girls, to to my knowledge, it was only rumor, but the girls got to wear some kind of like... Pull over thing, but there was perversion going on there, man. I'm telling you, that's just creepy. Chicago public school system. Anybody who's a graduate from the 70s will know this. See, they I'm will glad know that this. I
0: wasn't born in the 30s like you were. Oh, it's horrible. This,
1: this it's horrific. <laughs> but I I translate that business to today. Yeah, and what they're talking about today, it's like forget about it. I, I love this quote in some article I read: "Is stop making the bathroom government's experiment in social sciences here." This is this is not the you know especially the high school locker room, is not the place for experiments in social science. Okay, I'm willing to barter on this one. Okay, we'll, trade we'll off. Barter. Okay, we'll, what are we trading we'll here?
0: Uh, we can have the confused kids in the various locker rooms, but we'll just get rid of P.E., so they're the only ones going in the locker room for reasons we don't understand. You know,
1: I mean. I think there's there's the win-win right there. It was it was horrifically foul in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, if you didn't get athlete's foot and.
0: Dude, I played football. I wrestled with Dry rot. Baseball, I, and, and, you know.
1: and, I mean, you know, infections just abounded.
0: One of the great reasons to be in high school athletics is you get out of P.E. Yeah. Yeah. That's so right. That's the, one of the greatest. Great the sports reasons. guys. Yeah, yeah. but you,
1: you still have to deal with the locker room, but uh, kind yeah, of on yeah. different terms.
0: Yeah, but you know, you're not you're not
1: They did. They yeah. got they got out of it. And, for, and for, the odd thing was the swim team always wore swim trunks. I didn't know why. Why why could they wear that's swim trunks and the rest of us water polo should be naked? Somebody <laughs> That would be that would that would that would do something additional. That would that would that'd end the underwater camera right they, there. No. <laughs> so oh Ah, it's you know and it's tough what- what I really lament since this is marginally a religious show is that I really lament that this has become a christian issue
0: I think it's a common sense issue
1: this is this is a society issue, this is a psychology issue, this is about common sense, this is about the welfare of children. I really don't see why this gets lumped in with the Christian conservative right because movement. morality. You know, because it, it just seems like everything that has to do with anything that has to do with sex or sexuality suddenly becomes a Christian issue in the public eye. Because island.
0: your 14-year-old girl seeing some guy's junk is is immoral, and and that's how it becomes a Christian issue.
1: You know, I'm always thinking about um, in Galatians where Paul talks about some guys from James came to spy out our freedom. Yeah. And he's referring to circumcision. What on earth were they spying out, and how were they doing it?
0: At- <laughs> I know. Isn't that odd? That uh, you know who who's the one to test to see if you're a real Jew or not.
1: Yeah. All I mean, right. you know, we all know urinal etiquette. You look neither to the right nor to the go left. Straight ahead. Straight on. And I'm so grateful when they have newspaper clippings straight ahead. Something to read. Something to read. Yeah. yeah I'm kind of happy with the little partition-y things.
0: Yeah. Or, or maybe a menu or something from the restaurant. That's always nice. Yeah. That's that's, you know, that's, that's, that's fine.
1: You can think. kind of contemplate your next meal while you're eliminating your last meal.
0: I think we should, uh, <laughs> we, the God Whisperers should go into bathroom design. We should. Maybe we should.
1: We, I think we could do a good job. Side hobby. But, you know, and then we're supposed to boycott Target. Yeah. If I have to go to the bathroom, I'm going to the bathroom at a Target. I don't care what. Okay? It's just it is what it is. So I like Target. I like, I Target. I like Target better than Walmart. I, I think that this issue would go away very
0: easily yeah. if all men just went in the women's restroom, peed on the seats, and left. The women would Done. eliminate this. Done. Tomorrow. Done. It would be All over right.
1: That's it. I'll, I, I'm volunteering. I'll be a stormtrooper for this. What <laughs> so uh, go to target? What? what there you go. Let's let's go. Let's go. Well, what, we have like a couple of minutes, and, yeah. and we're not really on the clock because we do whatever we want. Yeah, so, we so what, what's your take on on on? We're, we're coming to the end of the primaries. I, you know, what's what's go, a what's a what's an Amer- American supposed to do? Going
0: back to what right. I said, I, I believed that we would have a backlash against political correctness. Mm. And it seems to be a mindless backlash. I, I thought maybe it's visceral. It's emotional. Yeah. I, I thought maybe it would be more intelligent than it is. Mm. Maybe we'd see a rise of the Jeffersonian libertarian mind mm. or something. No, no. You, you have to read a book to be that. Y- y- exactly. <laughs> And, and we just saw a YouTube video of this guy who took a Donald Trump pamphlet and just inserted Hitler, Hitler quotes <laughs> and went out and talked to people. And people were like, like oh, yeah, yeah that, that sounds so, good to me. I, I love the one where he says, uh, anyone who paints the sky as green should be sterilized. And people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's not a bad it, idea. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, what in the world? So, I mean, you've got that on one side. Hillary, if if I have to hear her give a speech, I want to just i, I feel like I I've been jam t- needles in my ears to make it. It's stop. that
1: moment when you're a seventh grade boy, and and you've been taken to the principal's office, and they're going to call your mother. So you know you got these two women descending. We had a female principal. I feel like I'm being scolded.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then we got Bernie, who's who's everyone. Bernie's a hoot, lovable uncle. I, I, I love the accent. Oh, I, yeah. I
1: love the whole sort of Jewish vibe. The whole thing is great. Um, he's, he's the lovable uncle who's
0: got the craziest ideas <sighs> on the face of the. world. I mean, it's tin bankrupt half-time. the country in it's no time. Free everything for everyone. Who's going to pay for that? Oh well, we'll just uh, you know. Just
1: I, had just don, I had a I had a sort of a don. You, you know why all the young people are flocking after Bernie? is because... Free education. Well, no. I mean, when you're young, you've lived under a socialist system all your life. It's the only thing you know. It's mom and dad. You just continue it. Yeah, you've had free roof over your head, free meals, free education. So it all makes sense to you. It's the minute you're sprung free of the nest, the umbilical cord, cut. You know, like like I, you know, I slept in my Ford Maverick for a couple of nights until I found an <laughs> apartment in Berkeley. You had a Maverick? I did, a 1970 Ford oh, Maverick. Man, it was the most Maverick awesome. was awesome car. What a piece of, that was U.S. steel. It was fine. <laughs> Rusted. Yes. Oh, man, it had to be re-welded a couple of times. That thing was a beautiful, ma- I, you know, I donated that car to Science. I, I drove it to the Richmond High School auto shop class. They wanted its engine. Nice. And I remember this vividly. As Simonides uh, once pointed out, that you remember things when tragic things are, are, are piggybacked on top of it, okay? As I remember this vividly because it was the day the Challenger blew up. Oh, serious? I was driving to Richmond High School auto shop to deliver my Ford Maverick into the hands of the, the, the auto shop teacher there. And I had the radio on, and I listened to the shuttle blow up. And so those, the, those events are fused in my mind ever thereafter. I can locate it. Wow. So anyway,
0: you, you've, got, here's you've a, got all these candidates here's a, here's a who question. are
1: all deeply flawed, and I, I, I just— Here's a question. Uh, nobody, on the, nobody on the agenda fits the so-called the Christian checklist. Okay, no, nobody. Nobody. No. So what, what are you supposed to do? As a, an American living in the ordo politicus, who's a believer, uh, who, you know, has some, you know, functioning moral compass with a needle that still relatively points to north. What are you supposed to do with the choices put before you? Or do you just absent yourself?
0: There, there's a lot of talk that I've heard recently about if Hillary gets the the presidential nod that Bernie may run as a third party candidate. Which may trigger another third or fourth party candidate. Then, uh, as far as uh, maybe Mitt Romney or or Cruz making a, a comeback or something like that, and of course, there's a Libertarian candidate Johnson. So we may end up with a five race i doubt that that'll happen hmm. but the chaos would be fantastic to watch it would be chaotic it, it um, would just be and, and you but you know realize, what but you know what you have roosevelt run on a thir- ran on a third party also yeah. the Bull, New- Bull you know Bull what you'd have, though, is you'd
1: have those uh, you'd have an electoral college yes you from, would and we'd we'd all get taken to civics class yeah and i'm not sure that there are enough people who understand this
0: there would be rioting on the streets there, because the Constitution is being approved. There's already
1: rioting in the streets every time Trump has a rally. But yeah. The, um, you know, I was somebody asked me about this, and I said, you know, I think the civic duty that we have is to participate. So I think non-participation is not a really proper... Um,
0: well, so are we compelled Act. to vote for the least of the evils? Is that kind of...
1: I I think whatever you do, you 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 do the best you can. It's like draw poker. You 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 do the best with the hand you've got, and then you pray for the best possible outcome. I mean, we we can participate by writing in candidates, I suppose, huh? Yeah. You can participate by by voting for third party candidates. You want to be president? No, because I really I'll, don't I'll want to run be a,
0: president. A draft bill candidate or a election here.
1: Part of me also thinks that regardless of the outcome, first of all, most of these people running for president promise things that are not the president's to give anyway. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's really it's really for the le- you know you know where the ball's really been dropped is the legislature. They're not legislating. They're leaving to the Supreme Court to legislate. They're leaving it to the executive branch to do legislate by executive order. And all they do is just just gridlock things, snipe at each other and criticize. But they're not legislating. See, but here's the thing. I believe that the government that governs least governs best. You like gridlock. I like gridlock. Cato Institute does too. I mean, they basically now. I like gridlock. Friends, I like gridlock. This way is I like when the executive branch and the legislative branch are controlled by different parties. I like that because um, that does kind of filter most of the stuff.
0: I kind of liked Ron Paul's take on things. For every one law we pass, we'll repeal five. I, I kind of like that idea. It's a trade-off. We give you, we we'll give It'll you new nice. laws, but we're going to repeal a bunch of old junk too. So I, I, I'm,
1: I'm really afraid. I mean, the, the two main candidates, Trump and Hillary, both scare the daylights oh, out yeah. of
0: me. Uh, I, yeah. the, neither one is is a great option.
1: I I think there should be some constitutional amendment that prohibits family members from being elected. We just can, you know, one. You can only have one per family per century. Uh, I don't know how many we've had. We've had two bushes. We've had. Did, did we have? What what do we have in in the past? Do we have? Do we have a couple uh, of... Adams. A couple of Adamses. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: it's rare. I don't. You know. But the weird thing is, if you uh, go with the conspiracy nuts and stuff, hmm. they'll do family trees and they'll show that the majority They're of the related. presidents are somehow related.
1: Yeah, but that's that's kind of like all of us are somehow related. If you dig, you know, that's the six degrees of whatever.
0: So you don't think that the Bilderbergers are behind this? No, is what you're saying. No, I don't. I don't. How
1: about the Rothschilds? Could be. Yeah. 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 Them, I don't trust. <laughs> but you know what? I I think you have to trust to some degree the 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 separation of powers. Yeah. The, the system as it grinds it's, to Washington is a system. The, it, the, it's kind of like, well, it's like any institution. You, you have these elected officials, but then you have permanent Washington. You have, you have the people right. that actually run the show and yeah. do things and stuff. The and NGOs. They know, they know where the key to the formerly men's room is, and they know where the, uh, how to run the copy machine. And so you get all these elected people coming in, and they don't know, know Diddley. Um, I think that's one thing Hillary has going for. Everybody knows Hillary. And she doesn't know which
0: bathroom to use. <laughs> so I don't
1: know. It's um, it's a, a pray for the nation and for our leaders and for the electorate. And um, I don't know. Trust not in princes and mortal men who cannot save.
0: I tell you, there's one thing that the government over the last eight years has shown me is how incredibly resilient the U.S. economy I was going
1: to say that. Yeah. You know, because on the Wednesday after election, it's just business as usual. Yeah, You know, because we're, we're doing what uh, Adam Smith said a long time ago. We're pursuing our own enlightened self-interest. <laughs> you know? And it's like, well, okay. It, I've been amazed over the years that I have paid attention to this is just how much things just keep going on the way they go on because um, I don't think it all matters as much as we think it does unless somebody gets provoked and blows us up.
0: That could be a problem. Yeah. Hey, this has been a great show about nothing. Yeah. Uh, I think this is one of the finest programs that we've done in a while. The sound's been good. I'll give it that much.
1: Are you going to take us out with some bump music? Yeah. Good. We got this. What is it? Uh, Loban? Loban? I don't know. I'm
0: good on it. It's the pipe organ version of what we came out with. Later.
1: This is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receiveth correction.
0: God's elect know the time when judgment day is
1: coming. A sad, strange little man. They are like of born from different worlds. Right. They are God's most beautiful mistake. Uh-huh. They do everything together. Everything they do. Uh, read the same books. They uh, do a Pilates together. Uh-huh. They walk, talk, sleep, even go make toilets. Uh, you know what, you're starting to creep me out, man. A single plop. One
0: single
1: plop. I don't need to hear about them doing a toilet. Uh, you want more examples? No, you listed like 8,000. Less than that. Look, it's none of my business. More like, I don't know, between 5 and 10. Take her easy, dude.